five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Erev Shabbos, Erev Rosh Chodesh. And, of course, today is Hanukkah. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Israel. 
J.M. in the A.M. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos, Erev Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah. Welcome to a J.M. in the A.M. broadcast for the 23rd of December, day 29 in the month of Kislev. The year 5783, Tavshin Pei Gimel. Fifth day of Chanukah. Today's my grandmother's yard site. My father's mother. And as I've said on the air before, we've, uh, I always speak about the irony that uh, she passed away on the fifth candle of Chanukah when it was her, it was her policy that the only time Chanukah gelt was distributed was the fifth night of Chanukah. Why? People who get this question wrong often guess because it's the halfway point of Chanukah. 
The answer is because it is the only night, the fifth night is the only night that can ever be on a Shabbos. The fifth night's the only night that can ever be on a Friday night. Ask that tonight at the table. Why Nahum's grandmother would distribute <laughs> Hanukkah gelt, which of course they did only once during Hanukkah, but why it was distributed on the fifth night of Hanukkah? Anyway. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. A big thank you to those who are supporting our year-end campaign. It's uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I thank everybody. Uh, our campaign is going to wrap up the way it started in Israel next week. So everybody out there, hop aboard. Let us count you among the supporters of a JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. And... Um, and we thank you. What can I say? What are we at now? Oh, we, we just went over 31%. All right. We keep going. We keep going. We're now at the over 31% of the goal. A thank you to uh, Molly Fish, who says to us, keep going from strength to strength. A thank you to uh, Arthur Sigelman. A thank you to Michelle Ressler, who uh, gave a nice shout-out, to say the least, to the one and only Chava Siegel. Thank you to Michael Kessel. Thank you to everybody who um, is contributing to our campaign. We're at 31,000. We are on the way to um, our campaign goal, which ends seven days from now. Literally, next Friday, uh, in Yerushalayim, please God, please God, please God, we're going to be wrapping up our campaign. Remember, it started in Yerushalayim. It's going to wrap up in Yerushalayim. How amazing is that? Very symbolic, by the way. Very symbolic. And it's going to wrap up in Jerusalem. Um, before Benny Friedman's medley, you heard Hanukkah Nights All Right for Lighting. That's Schlockrock, Mia Malel, Jonathan Rimberg, Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. Lots of rain today here in this area. Actually, really only this morning. It should end later on. Actually, someone told me it's raining in Yerushalayim right now. Uh, candle lighting on this Erev Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah, 412. 412 is your candle lighting time. And um, I want to thank Matis in advance because we're going to travel on Monday after JM in the AM. And Matis will be taking care of Tuesday morning's JM in the AM. And I thank him. I'm going to try to call in. We'll do a little uh, pitching for the campaign, etc. cetera. Uh, my thanks in advance to Mayor Fertig, who's going to join me later on in the air. Uh, Mayor Fertig is going to join me later on. I'm going to wish him a Mazel Tov live on uh, JM in the AM. Um. He's taking care of Wednesday's JM and AM. And again, I hope to be in touch. And and uh, both of us will encourage people to give to our campaign. And, um, and then I hope to speak to you on, uh, well, on Thursday directly from Jerusalem, meaning I'll be hosting the show. And that'll be the beginning of our two-day end to the uh, year-end campaign. And should be a very, very... Um, wonderful broadcast. A couple of really nice guests that we have lined up. I'm trying to make sure that <laughs> I'm trying to limit the guests, unlike last time, because we got fundraising to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but hopefully we'll have some uh, interesting guests, to say the least. Harry Rothenberg will join us later on. Parsha's Mikates. It is, after all, Erev Shabbos Parsha's Mikates. Uh, Rabbi Yudin, of course, Parsha's Mikates. Um, Malcolm Honline is not able to join us today. Malcolm Honline is not able to join us today. 
Phil Rosen's going to be on later on now that the government in the state of Israel looks like uh, is about to be signed. We'll get his opinion about the whole thing. And as I said, Mayor Fertig is scheduled to join us, etc., etc. An exciting Friday, Erev Shabbos, Chanukah. Erev Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah here at JM in the AM. Uh, this, is, oh, here's, this is a really popular song, by the way. A lot of people are requesting this selection. Because uh, it's a really fun, brand new Hanukkah song. Uh, Yoni Z, here on a Friday morning era of Shabbos at JM in the AM. So gather your friends and family For latke, skelt, and melodies Now come sing with me The smell of donuts in the air Cause it's that special time of year Maybe cold out there, but it's warm in here So clap to the beat Now let me hear you say Nun, gimmel, hey, chin Watch that little dreidel spin Yeah, nun, gimmel, hey, chin When we're together, we all win
right to live our lives. Thank you for our children who keep our hopes alive. Thank you for the miracles you give us every day. Thank you for faithful friends who stand by us. Narrow, 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 you. 
Oh, oh, oh. 
Sheba Boys with their Alani Sim. You heard Avremo Avram Fried's Haneris Halalu. Cole Zimmer with the Hanukkah anthem. Ari Goldwag's Hanukkah Light. Zusha had Hanukkah is here at JMDM. And Yoni Z with Happy Hanukkah. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. Web and Nachomsigl.com on the Nachomsigl Network. And of course, any beloved NSN app. Support our uh, year-end campaign and keep us going here at JMDM and the Nachomsigl Network. If you enjoy the programming that you are tuned into right now, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and be as generous as you can. And I thank you for that. More about that a little later on. Galay Tzal in the background. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday. Erev Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Chanukah. Poker Tov from JMN. Galay Tzal, Asha Shtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Eran Kurtzim, Mashekore Achshav. בנמל התעופה בן גוריון נחת בשלום מטוס פרטי מסוג הוקר שימרי מדובאי לאחר שמוקדם יותר הוכרז מצב חירום בעקבות כך שלאחר ההמראה נמצא צמיג על המסלול. כתבתנו עיניו קרנר מציינת כי במטוס היו חמישה בני אדם. כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש מוסיף שמטוסי קרב של צהל שהוזנקו לסייע בחנו את המטוס לפני הנחיתה ומצאו כי כל הגלגלים תקינים. בצרפת שני בני אדם נהרגו, שניים נפצעו באורח אנוש מירי בבירה פריז. את היריעה סיפרו לסוכנות הידיעות הצרפתית AFP, כי בין שבע לשמונה יריעות נשמעו לפני זמן קצר באזור מרכזי בעיר. המשטרה המקומית התקנה כי היורה נעצר ומפצירה בתושבים להתרחק מהמקום. גל האלימות בכבישים, פקח של חברת האוטובוסים דן בדרום הותקף אמש בידי נוסע בקו אשקלון. הנוסע החל לתקוף באגרופים את הפקח לאחר שסירב לכאורה לשלם על נסיעתו באוטובוס. הפקח בן ה-62 אמר בתגובה למקרה, התרגלנו כבר לספוג קללות, זאת שגרת העבודה שלנו. אלימות גופנית היא חציית גבול. מדבריו הביאה כתבתנו לענייני תחבורה, הילי קרן. דינה חליל, ישראלי תושבת שדיידה מאקר, שלומדת סיעוד באוניברסיטת אל-אהליה בירדן, נפלה מגובה בבניין בו היא מתגוררת. על פי דיווחים בירדן היא מאושפזת בבית החולים אל-איסרא במצב קשה. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לענייני החברה הערבית אדם פראג'. המשטרה מאשרים כי פקד שי טולדנו שפיקד על כוח המשטרה בנטרול המחבל הלילה בכפר קאסם הוא בנו של לוחם משמר הגבול רב סמל בכיר ניסים טולדנו זיכרונו לברכה שבדיוק לפני 30 שנה בחודש דצמבר 1992 נחטף ונרצח על ידי חוליה של ארגון חמאס כוח המשטרה בפיקודו של פקד שי טולדנו היה הכוח שהותקף על ידי המחבל שלושה לוחמי מג"ב נפצעו בפיקוד מזג האוויר גשמים מקומיים בעיקר במרכז הארץ ובדרומה וייתכנו סופות רעמים יחידות קיים חשש משיטפונות בנחלי הדרום והמזרח הטמפרטורות רגילות לעונה מחר ללא שינוי ניכר אלה זמני כניסת השבת פרשת מקץ נר שישי של חנוכה וראש חודש טבת בירושלים בארבעה בדיוק בתל אביב בארבע עשרים ואחת, בחיפה בארבע ותשע דקות, ובבאר שבע תיכנס השבת בארבע עשרים ושלוש. ולזמני צאת השבת מחר, בירושלים בחמש ועשרים, בתל אביב בחמש עשרים ואחת, בחיפה בחמש ותשע עשרה, ובבאר שבע תצא השבת מחר בחמש עשרים ושלוש. לכל מאזיננו שבת שלום, חודש טוב וחג חנוכה שמח. אלה החדשות.
JM and the AM, Schwebel, Sarf, and Levine with Moe's Sword. Diaspora before that with Leo Ro, which, of course, uh, we have declared over the years is a great Hanukkah selection. JM and the AM, good morning. It's Friday, hour number two of our broadcast. Happy Hanukkah from our friends at A&H. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abels and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. Try A&H today. As I always say, you'll be glad you did. Thank you for all the support. Those of you who are supporting our year-end campaign, much appreciated. Those of you who enjoy our programming, especially on Friday morning, when we're so chock-full of amazing programming from 6 a.m. till 9 a.m. and beyond. Incredible shows all day long, Naomi Nachman at 9 a.m., Mark Zamek with the Arab Shabbos Show at 10 a.m., brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Our Arab Shabbos Music Mix brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. If you like the programming and you like what we're doing, please go right now to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And again, we thank you. Um, what else do we have here? Shviger says, Boker Tov, Erev Shabbos. Oh, good Erev Shabbos. Afrelech and Hanukkah and Chodesh Tov already, already rocking out with Lenny. <laughs> that was a reference to the Schlockrock song. If you know the original song, you know that he gets every single nuance. I, I said that to somebody yesterday. It's unbelievable. I mean, that, that's why I felt compelled to play that song and make sure to include it in our Hanukkah playlist because for the old timers out there like me, it is just, I mean, it's perfect compared to the original, the way he did that. A real, not just a parody, but an adaptation. Uh, J-E-S-N-Y-Y says, Tanachum Siegel family, have a wonderful Shabbos, of Freilich and Hanukkah and Chodesh Tov, from the Simon family of Riverdale. Thank you for that. Listener Klein says, when Englewood is almost 40 degrees warmer than Atlanta, we need some fabulous Hanukkah music, which we are getting on this amazing station, JM in the AM today. Hey, y'all. JMM, Toda, you all, and Shabbat Shalom and Chodesh Tov and Afreilch and Hanukkah. Thank you. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone. And as I like to say, comment away. Uh, it's time for some uh, for a look at this week's Parsha and this week's holiday. In fact, Harry Rothenberg in this segment, I am told, speaks about both Hanukkah and Parsha's Mikates. It's time for Harry Rothenberg on a Friday morning Erev Shabbos right here at JM in the AM. Oh, made that mistake again. And that's what happens when you hit the wrong button. Don't worry, I'm reprimanding myself on the air. So no need to do it. Uh, Harry Rothenberg on, a, on an Erev Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah. J.M. the A.M. I heard a great story from a friend. The mother of a friend of his was celebrating a milestone birthday. I don't know what number, maybe 70, out in Los Angeles. This fellow lives in New York. Calls his mother about a month before the big bash is planned for a restaurant with friends and relatives in L.A. And he says, Mom, I feel terrible. I tried to get away from work. I just can't. I'm not going to be able to make it to your birthday party. She says, I understand. You have to work. I love you anyway. Fast forward a month, it's the day of the birthday, and of course he flies to LA. He gets to the restaurant an hour early, tells them his plan, and they say, all right, we're gonna help you with this. They give him a waiter's uniform and a pad, and his mother arrives at the restaurant an hour later. He calls her from the kitchen. He says, mom, I just wanted to apologize again. I feel so bad, I'm not gonna be able to make it. Are you at the restaurant yet? She says, yes, we're all here. He says, send regards to everybody. I'm sorry again, happy birthday. She says, it's okay, I understand. He hangs up, 
and then walks into the restaurant with his pad in hand, with his waiter's uniform, and he's taking everybody's order at her table, including her own. Not a flicker of recognition. Somebody says to her, you know, the waiter looks like your son. She looks and says, yeah, he does. Somebody else says, you know, why don't you take a picture with him? So she says, okay, and takes a picture with him. No recognition until finally he leans in and says, mom, happy birthday. And she just can't believe it. She can't understand. Wait, but you just called me from New York and said you can't make it. He says, no, I called you from the kitchen. I was kidding around. Here I am. Which brings us, of course, to this week's Parsha, because that's what's going on. The brothers make it down to Egypt. Yosef, who's now the prime minister, immediately recognizes them, the guys who sold him all those years ago. They don't recognize him at all, even though they've got all the clues. The commentators say they didn't recognize him because he didn't have a beard when they sold him. Now he does. Yeah, but the commentators also explain that Yosef looked exactly like their father. So now they're looking at a bearded, younger version of their father. And there's much more. They just came to buy food. He's asking them all these ridiculous questions. Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? Then he insists that they bring their younger brother down to Egypt the younger brother who happens to be his only full brother. When they get back to home, their father says to them, why did you give him all this information about the family? And they say, Dad, you didn't understand, according to the commentators. He knew everything about us. He even knew the type of wood that was used in our childhood cribs. Guys, maybe consider the possibility that he knew all this about you and was asking those family-related questions because he's Yosef, the guy you sold, the guy who had dreams that he was going to be the leader. Dreams that you were going to bow down to him, like you just did. But they couldn't bring themselves to recognize what was right in front of them. They couldn't connect the dots, because psychologically, they couldn't recognize the enormity of the mistake they had made when they sold him. And we make the same mistake. We put ourselves in a box, and we just can't recognize mistakes that we made. Can't be honest with ourselves. And we can't recognize the gains that we can make. We don't realize what we're capable of. And we do the same thing with our family members and with our friends. Oh, we know them. They're not capable of more. They are what they are. Let them surprise you. Let yourself surprise you. And what better time than at Hanukkah when we're lighting the menorah, remembering those miracles with our friends, with our family members? Don't box yourself in. You're capable of more. We're all capable of more. Don't box them in. Let them surprise you. They're also capable of more. We are limited only by our imaginations. Let's dream bigger. Happy Hanukkah.
J.M. and the A.M. It's the Yavanim medley. Shiva boys here at J.M. and the A.M. Before that, Mim Komcha Gershon Verova from the 40th anniversary re-release on digital uh, format of the uh, Man to Man album. And whatever tweaks he did to that Mim Komcha, just amazing in my opinion. And those of you who've been wondering for the last 40 years where it comes from, that's where it's from. Gershon Verova. Man to man here at JM and the Am. Young Israel Tamatora of Flatbush has invited Eric Stern to lead the Shabbos Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh services. Uh, tonight at the Young Israel Tamatora of Flatbush, 1305 Coney Island Avenue between Avenues I and J, Mincha at 419 with a Kalbach davening and tomorrow morning at 830 um, for uh, Shachris Halel. Atiyatsarta, Musaf, etc., etc., etc. Young Israel Tamatara of Flatbush, 1305 Coney Island Avenue, Avenues I and J in Brooklyn with Eric Stern this coming Shabbos. Enjoy. I want to thank those who are supporting our uh, year end campaign. <laughs> We're actually going to wrap up our year end campaign in Jerusalem the way we started two weeks ago. We started in Jerusalem. We're going to end in Jerusalem next week. Um,. And, uh, but, you know, as we always say, don't wait till next week. If you like the programming and everything we do here, please give and give generously. FJBUnity.org. FJBUnity.org. And I thank you for that full schedule today, including Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem that starts at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So a big thank you for that. Uh, Mark doing an amazing job every single week on that show, and it's much appreciated. Well... You know, it's funny, a couple of weeks ago, Phil Rosen and I started a conversation about uh, him coming on the air because, you know, BB went ahead and figured out how to actually win an election <laughs> as opposed to, as opposed to, um, as opposed to a, a new election taking place and, you know, some type of deadlock happening and, uh, whatever it got postponed a, a week or two, obviously. And, um, uh, we were trying to figure out an exact time. And sure enough, I'll tell you, it's all Bashert. The one above is the best producer. Phil and I finally connected to get this done. And literally, literally, the coalition agreement, uh, unless it's already happened, it could be that it's already happened, but the latest we heard is that it's literally about to be signed. So this uh, new government will be in place. Uh, Phil Rosen, of course, in addition to being a great friend of ours, is chairman emeritus of American Friends of Lee Kud, board member at Birthright, and Board of Trustees member at Yeshiva University. And uh, Phil Rosen, a pleasure. What timing, huh? A pleasure to welcome you and wish you a happy Hanukkah here at JM in the AM. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Thank you. Nothing, it's always my pleasure to be on your show because you do so much for the Jewish people. And I was, I was happy to hear that your last announcement before me was my friend Eric Stern, and he's a terrific cousin and a great guy. So I think this is... Uh, 
which is, again, another for sure. Oh, um, pe- people may walk in tomorrow morning to the Yankees' Tamatara Flatbush and see Phil Rosen, it sounds like. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> you'd, li- you'd like to hear his voice over Shabbos. You know, Phil, let's go back for a second to, to and I just referenced it on the air, uh, before we talk about the fact that literally this government's about to be formed, about to be, you know, a true government and how he went through this negotiation is, is unbelievable. But how did he pull this off? How did how did he finally, after all these, uh, you know, stalemates, so to speak, and, and temporary governments and shared prime ministerships, etc., how did he finally come up with a way uh, to carry essentially the Likud party and its partners to victory? Well, I think the um, the people of Israel are responsible uh, with Bibi having a little bit of, of a role. But the people of Israel voted um, for a right-wing government. That means Likud and its partners. They had enough of the last year of almost comical, um, comical relief of having people who got six votes six seats in the Knesset and was prime minister um, and having a government that had opposite extreme viewpoints throughout. um, I think Israel got tired of that. It got tired of elections. And I think Israel, Israel was heard and it was heard by 45 seats um, for the Likud uh, coalition. And I think that that's, that's the way it should be. That's the way it was many times in the past. That's the way Menachem Begin formed his government. And anybody who hasn't seen the beautiful movie about uh, Menachem Begin upheaval definitely should go see it. It's going to be in shuls all around the country. So, But the fact is that um, BB took that, uh, took that to heart. They decided that the only way to do it was to form a government that that people wanted him to. And so, you know, he spent a lot more time negotiating the coalition agreements than he, that he has in the past. Um, but he arrived at something that makes a lot of sense. And there's some dramatic changes um, as far as Israel is concerned. And I think they involve issues ranging from um, religion, um, ranging from what happens as far as kashrut, as far as um, schooling, as far as money for yeshivas. But more important to me than that is the principles of safety and security that BB is going to have in this government that I think the last government had none of. Um, the fact is that there, were, there was more terrorism in the last year than we could remember since the Intifada. Um, why is that? Part of the reason for that is because the terrorists felt that that the government of Israel wasn't going to come down hard on them, was going to arrest, you know, a couple of them, take them into jails, and then maybe trade them, God forbid, for another another hostage. Um, Bibi just, I don't know if you saw today's paper, but in the coalition agreement, there's a provision— Regarding in certain extreme circumstances, um, the death penalty for terrorists. Oh wow! And until now, that was only um, army was allowed to do the death penalty if it was 
if it was something involving the army. But now it's terrorism. And so for for me, that means a lot because that means that uh, we, we now have something to make them afraid of. You know, until now they weren't afraid. But you tell them that we're, you know, you're going to get the death penalty if you take a life. And to me, that's so important. I mean, I, I talk to people who lost children or lost relatives um, in terror attacks, and they cannot believe that the terrorists are sitting in jail for 10 years, getting a college education, um, getting, you know, amazing, uh, amazing uh, benefits to being in jail, and uh, their kid is gone. And to me, that makes no sense. And so I think that this government is going to do do a lot in that regard. I wonder if it's going to be a game changer. That would be because obviously it's not just, you know, having the law in the books, but actually implementing it could be a game changer down the road. Phil Rosen with his live via telephone talking about um, BB's new coalition. Looks like it's about to be implemented, about to be signed, recognized and sworn in. Um so, I mean, you addressed, and I, I think you're 100% right in terms of how he pulled it off. Can you explain to the audience the frustration he must have when it's time to actually negotiate the coalition? Because he needed an extension, and there's so many people from so many different parties who have so many demands. I mean, you've seen this up close and personal over the years. It, it must be a really frustrating process for him. I have. It's hard, and it's hard harder still because... At this stage, Bibi does most of it himself, and that's you know enormously difficult. Every single one of the senior meetings, Bibi has to be there, and so it's tough. And now there are a lot more issues involving the various parties because I don't think you had in the past the Ben Gavir um, type of issues and, and Smotrich, um, but now you've got them and you solve them. I think that's that's amazing. And I think one thing I always wanted to say to, to viewers and, and to listeners is that um, everybody's so scared of Ben Gavir and Smotrich. I, I can tell you that Ben Gavir and Smotrich are two very fine Israelis, very fine Israeli leaders. And the reason they got so many votes is because the people of Israel, who are not dumb, they're very smart. They believe that Smotrich, having Smotrich and Ben Gavir in the government is going to be ben- beneficial to the entire country of Israel, and that's my belief as well. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you believe that. I I certainly join you in hoping that that's going to be the case. Of course, did you have a chance to read Bibi's book? I did. I did. I loved it. Um, you, you know what? I, I got I, before you even answer that. I just got to. It's it's like a look at modern Jewish history, uh, you know, because we look at him and especially the younger people out there look at him as strictly a politician. You don't realize the role that him and his family had in 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 the miracles of modern Jewish history. Hundred percent. I actually I think three of the finest books that I've ever read in Israeli history are obviously Menachem Begin's book, The Revolt, um, the book about the prime ministers. Um, and, uh, and this one, and I think it's different stages of Israeli history, but it's magnificent. This is a terrific book. It's, um, it's really enjoyable. I, I, it was funny because I had on my nightstand, I had, uh, Jared Kushner's book. 
I had um, Jason Greenblatt's book, and I had BB's book. And <laughs> you're I, saying I finished you're, BB's book. <laughs> you're saying to yourself, the three uh, architects of the Abraham Accords, huh? Exactly, exactly right. And uh, now I think the Abraham Accords is another thing that BB is going to push forward. I think he's already got some sort of relationship with the Saudis. And in my opinion, that's going to be the game changer of Israel's future. The Saudis themselves, I, I mentioned in the past that I went to right. Saudi Arabia twice, and I'm going again in March. But the Saudis themselves said that a peace treaty between Saudi Arabia and Israel will be a game changer, not just for Israel, but also for the region. And they very strongly believe that it's a necessity in the future, um, hopefully the near future, because I think I think it'll be dramatic. I think, you know, having uh, having peace between Saudi Arabia and Israel is uh, is the key to moving Israel to a superpower um, that is uh, that is feared by its uh, its enemies. You uh, you you have called that a tipping point uh um, yep. uh, uh, in conversations here uh, before, and that, and that, and you meant it as, uh, and you meant it in a variety of ways: superpower capability, yep. uh, uh, you know, a, a, an honest threat to the neighbors who will take it very seriously, and of course, business-wise, also, you think that it's going to be a game changer and advance Israel in the in the uh, the business arena of the Middle East. A hundred percent. I can tell you that um, I represent I represent the largest sovereign wealth fund in the world, which is the Saudi sovereign wealth fund. And uh, I do their activities in the United States, but I'm also very close with them. And we've spoken several times about, you know, when things do um, come together, as far as the peace treaty is concerned, that they want to be the first to sit, to, to, to hit the ground in Israel and um, start doing a lot of business. They, there are products that Israel has that they don't have that are game changers for them. Right. Um, right. They have no cyber capability or minimal cyber capability. And so their computers are subject to hacking nonstop. They have all sorts of other things that, that Israel can provide to them as far as, you know, agriculture, uh, water, all sorts of things that they desperately need, and Israel will give it to them. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing to have a position of strength in the Middle East, huh? It really is. It's uh, something I never thought would happen. I know, especially in our lifetime. It really is incredible to watch. And the young people out there, they think it's always been this way. Ask your parents and grandparents, folks. It was never this way. Phil, before I let you go, and before you go to Saudi Arabia, you know what you're doing on February the 18th? Do you remember? On February the 18th, I'm with you. February 18th, you're with me at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens uh, in Queens. A post-screening Q&A with executive producer Phil Rosen. And the reason I'm mentioning that one is because it's the next local one. I'm doing this for the benefit of our New York and New Jersey listeners. That's the next local uh, screening of what you've called an incredible movie, an incredible documentary, Upheaval, The Journey of Menachem Begin. So uh, that's really cool that you get to do a Q&A great. afterwards and discuss not just the oh, film, no, but, ba- but Begin's life, etc. Every 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 showing I try to do that. I'm actually um, going to England to show it in several um, locations in, in London. Oh, wow. Um, I, I was in Houston, Texas. I was in Dallas. I was in Miami. I was in 
um, Newton, Massachusetts, all to show the film and speak about it afterwards. Because I think to understand um, Menachem Begin, besides the film, which is amazing, you have to hear what he was like as a person. And that's my role. Um, and uh, it's it's been great. It's been great. I'm able to tell the three or four times that I spent time with him. And, and uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, by the way, folks, the information that I got is from upheavalfilm.com, upheavalfilm.com. Phil Rosen locally here in this area, unusual Kew Garden Hills on the 18th of February, but there are a bunch of places around the world and certainly around the U.S., as Phil just mentioned, uh, where you could uh, see the film and see him and others who do Q&A uh, who are involved with the film uh, after the screening. Uh, Phil Rosen, we finally got this done. Great to hear your analysis, and thanks so much for joining us. And a very happy, a, a very happy Hanukkah to you. You too, Nathan, and, and you should have success. I'll certainly participate, but you should have sex, success in the year-end fundraiser. And near uh, Hashem, things could, should continue to go well for you, both personally and uh, as far as the show is concerned. Can't thank you enough for that. Thank you so much. Phil Rosen, everybody. Wishing him a happy Hanukkah and uh, getting his perspective on a spectator sport that he's had a front row seat at for God knows how many years and decades at this point. I'm not talking about the Yeshiva University Maccabees, although on Hanukkah it would be appropriate to talk about the Maccabees. I'm talking about Phil's... Uh, incredible, uh, uh, I think you'd call it an honor uh, to see uh, what the Likud party and especially BB have done to get Israel to this point over the last many, many years. More coming up. You're listening to a Hanukkah Day 5, Erev Shabbos, Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh edition of JM in the AM. Light up tonight, show the world It's time to heal and build a home to When grow. it's dark outside look around feel the vibe the heat inside the beating heart it's time to dance light up the night light up the night release your fears to the sky light up the night and share your dreams with the world light up the night show the world it's time to heal and build a home to grow. Tonight is the night. Whoa. So light up the night. Whoa. Tonight is the night. When the stars are aligned, follow through. Share the light. The center's here. A place of love. It's time to breathe, light up your life. Light up the night, release your fears to the sky. Light up the night and share your dreams with the world. Light up the night, show the world. It's time to heal and build a home to grow.
your fears to the sky. Light up the night and share your dreams with the world. Light up the night, show the world it's time to heal and build a home to grow. Light up the night, release your fears to the sky. Light up the night and share your dreams with the world. Light up the night, show the world it's time to heal and build a home to grow. J.M. and the A.M. light up the night. That's the uh, selection from uh, from Yakov Shweki here at J.M. and the A.M. You know, we haven't done a lot of We haven't done a lot of Miami for uh, Hanukkah. Let's find something from Miami, please. Uh, J.M. and the A.M. Friday morning era of Shabbos. Malcolm Honline not joining us today. Malcolm Honline not joining us today. Not able to join us. Um, he will please God join us next week. In fact, we'll be in Jerusalem next week. I hope he'll be joining us next week. And um, usually the weekly update, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM and the AM. And again, he will not be able to join us this week. Um, I do want to thank my friends at JewishWorldview.com. A big thank you to our friends at JewishWorldview.com. If you're looking for thousands of articles, and I mean thousands of articles on Israel and the Jewish world to print out before Shabbos and peruse and update yourself regarding the news of the day, et cetera, et cetera, go to jewishworldview.com. You'll see amazing articles, great analysis, commentary, et cetera, jewishworldview.com. J.M. and the A.M. on a Hanukkah day five. It is Erev Shabbos Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh, three Torahs tomorrow. Big topic for me and Rabbi Heber. And I know we covered it at least twice <laughs> in the last few months. Three Torahs tomorrow. Longest benching of the year tonight. Etc. Etc. This unique Shabbos Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh. I don't remember what he told me. It's going to be a while now till it happens again, right? Or is it after next time that it's a while till it happens again? I don't remember exactly. But, um, yeah, it doesn't happen all the time. It only seems like it happens all the time. It's happened very often recently. But anyway. Uh, please keep in mind Rav Chaim Meir Ben Milka. That's, of course, uh, Rav Druckman, who needs a Rav Schlemer, Rav Chaim Meir Ben Milka, and I thank you for that. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. When you go to artscroll.com and order one of the brand-new books, Rebison Jungreis's brand-new book, Strilly Besser's brand-new book on uh, Rav David Feinstein, the benching book, Tamar Anch, on the benching, uh, uh, Let's Get Benching, Whatever it is you're ordering, make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com for your free shipping and major discount. Simple as that. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. More coming up at JM in the AM.
Robin Biad, Robin Biad, Tmein Biad, Rishon Biad, Biad.
J.M. and the A.M. of the Rachmiel Begun Miami Boys Choir. Alanisimo's tour of Achar Kane. We didn't play enough Miami during this Hanukkah, so there you have it at J.M. and the A.M. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Mayor Fertig is with us live. Oh, let me just remind everybody that Malcolm Honline, not able to join us this morning, the uh, vice chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, please God, will return next week with a weekly update here at JMNAM. Mayor Fertig is with us live via telephone. Not only do we get to wish him a happy Hanukkah, we get to wish him and his family, Hani and everybody, a wonderful Mazel Tov on David's engagement. Uh, Mayor Fertig, happy Hanukkah and Mazel Tov from all of us here at JMNAM. Thank you so much. Happy Hanukkah to you as how, well. How are the Chatan and Kala doing? They are doing wonderfully, Baruch Hashem. I just uh, got off the phone with David and uh, they... Uh, he and Tahila Katz, his uh, his fiance, as he's been saying, his kala, <laughs> yeah. are uh, are are wonderful. Baruch Hashem. Her sister just got married Wednesday night, so uh, her they're they're all in Israel, and her family came from uh, Los Angeles for the wedding of another one of their children. Baruch Hashem. Wait a and, second. Wait a second. Uh, so the engagement was before the sister's wedding. The engagement was right before the sister's wedding, That's which cool. you know, uh, which and, and the and the kala, her. Tahila's sister actually helped plan the engagement, which was not only nice, I'm sure, but very classy. Yeah, she, she, had no, she had nothing else to do that week, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and by the way, yeah, we well, should there, mention there two sisters who made Aliyah more or less at the same time. So they're, you know, they're, they're very close, I guess. We should mention, because I'm sure people are curious, that um, uh, Tahila is. Uh, from Israel, but via South Africa and Los Angeles, right? Is that the right order? Exactly, exactly. As she explained it to us, at some point she told her parents in Los a- in in South Africa that she was going to make Aliyah and go to stay in Israel permanently. And her family said, "Well, that's funny because we're moving to Los Angeles." Right. So you know that I met her, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, she was yeah. at uh, she was she was at Leora and Shachar's wedding. So yeah, she's uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely outstanding young lady. I met her and actually had time to speak to her. Oh, the, I didn't realize that at the at the Bodner house uh, when we were visiting, and um, oh, and, and David and uh, and Tahila were among the people at that uh, impromptu Bodner kiddish. <laughs> so oh, that I did not realize yeah. at all. So oh, really that's not, nice. Yeah, it was very nice. We had an opportunity to uh, to schmooze. Well, this is great, Baruch Hashem. I mean. I believe I Hara, I've I've been graced by the one above to uh, feel the same feeling. It it feels like once the floodgates of Simcha open up, Baruch Hashem, uh, they don't close for a while. And uh, thank God that's what, that's what you and Chani and the entire family are going through right now. Thank God, believe I Hara. And our family, our extended family, with my siblings, Baruch Hashem, there have been there was another engagement in the family recently. Right. One of Avi and Alana's daughters is engaged, Baruch Hashem, Phenomenal. and you know, and my my sister has. Um, ha- has one married child, and so there's an old expression. Apparently, we thought it came from one of our great aunts, but yeah. apparently, it's just like a known old thing. Um, with a, uh, a the simile is a pickle jar. Like it's hard to get that first pickle out, right? You know, but once <laughs> once once that first pickle is pulled out of the jar, 
then the uh, you know it starts loosening up and then they start going. <laughs> that's that's what we've been talking about recently. And so Bli and Harrod should just continue. What a great feeling! And as and obviously this just adds to the extended JM and AM family. And we have had the amazing privilege, uh, uh, the Zomics recently, us recently, and um, and obviously the Wallachs recently <laughs> because of a shared grandchild between us and the Wallachs. We've had an opportunity to to uh, really benefit from the overflow of Simcha and joy. It should only continue for all of us. This entire radio family should continue to share amazing and incredible occasions together. Oh, By the way, you know, first of all, I got to thank you because, I mean, when, when we ask, I mean, this is true of everybody, but I, I yeah. it's especially true of you only because of the volume that you have taken upon yourself. Anytime we ask you to be a substitute host here at JMM, again, it's always been like this for the last 30 years with you and everybody, but recently you have just been so enthusiastic about doing it. I cannot thank you enough. You're, you're very welcome. The truth is I had taken a couple of years off and I missed it terribly. And without boring anybody with the details, the, you know, technical stuff, the equipment that I have now is exactly what I wished for five years ago <laughs> when you went digital and it didn't exist then. Correct. And it's amazing. And, and, it's and it is, and it is, you know, I always missed being in the studio and, you know, and then like the idea of doing the show from my dining room table in practice for me turned out to not be quite as much fun as I imagined it would be. <laughs> but, um, but now with this new stuff, it's absolutely fantastic. I, I love it's, it. It's unbelievable how there'll be, you know, now for now on, generations that won't understand what it's like to sleep. I think I said this to you last time. What it's like to sleep in the radio station because there's a blizzard. What it's like to, you know, make last-minute arrangements when I'm not feeling well and someone now has to, you know, change their entire day to run into the studio right, in order to do right, a show. exactly. An entire, you know, people just don't want to understand it. You know, there was a, there was a whole radio mentality so to speak in terms of the show must go on and and now and now everybody has at the minimum a blizzard studio at the minimum some right. people have a permanent exactly. setup but at the minimum that, exactly who, right who's excited about the engagement there in the background uh that is linus and he's <laughs> excited because somebody is at the front door oh. so so Linus is the type that if you are someone he's familiar with walks in, he's very loving. But if someone he's not familiar with walks in, it's over, huh? Right. I mean, no, he's he's very, very nice. But he is a German shepherd. And and am I taking you away from something there? He's, he's a German shepherd right. and he gets very excited. All right. So. German shepherds are very vocal and intimidating. They can be, yeah. Right. If you don't, if you don't know them, then they certainly can. Do you be. do you need to go, or you're fine? What? Are you need to go, or you're fine? No, yeah, I'm going to try to get a message to somebody else that uh, we, you and I, are talking on the radio, so uh, somebody else should get the door. Mayor Fertig is with us, everybody. All right, two more things. First of all, on the subject of you never say no. Obviously, as you know, we're doing some traveling. Next week, we're going to end up Bezrat Hashem in Yerushalayim. That's where we were when our end-of-year campaign started. We're going to be there, please God, a week from today when the end-of-year campaign ends. So again, I just want to thank you and Matis and everybody of Rami. I mean, the list goes on and on of people who just step in at a moment's notice, practically. So everyone, everyone, all the Mayor Furtick fans, and there are many, uh, the, the next full-fledged JM that you'll be doing will be Wednesday morning, please God. God willing. Looking forward. 
And the other thing is I just wanted you to, uh, to, to ask this audience to keep us in mind. The year-end campaign is going on. There has been uh, you know, no greater advocate for uh, the work that we do and the noble stuff that goes on here every single day than, uh, than, the, than you know, the staff members that have been so dedicated, including yourself. I just want you to help me encourage people to go to fjbunity.org. Uh, before, before you and your family were involved in this show, you and your family were listeners of this show. And, and you could talk about it from both perspectives. So I just wanted you to... To just tell everybody around the world who's tuned in. Can you imagine I'm saying around the world? That was a dream. I, that was a dream when right, we started. Exactly. Well, exactly right. I said to I sent to Hila's father and mother the clip <sighs> of you announcing the engagement. Oh, that's cool. And I gave them some context. Right. Um, you know that I have been you know a part of this project since I'm 19. Unbelievable. And <laughs> I. <laughs> And then, you know, you know, you shorthand, you like you say, oh, 30 years, but it's not 30 years. It's 33 years, oh, gosh. which is, which is mind boggling to me. <laughs> I always say the 30? greatest, I always say the greatest thing God did for me was gotten me started early, but you got started even earlier than me. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, Connie and I were just talking about this and I, I did my first show by myself in the WFMU studios in November of 1989. So that's, I assume, Springdale. I assume that was on Springdale Yeah, Avenue, yeah, right? absolutely. Right. No, I'm just trying to think if you were still Wait, in Froberg. No, 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 Springdale, no, no, no. Springdale was the, was the, was the, um, that dorm building, the no, basement that, that was Froberg. You're talking about the house on Springdale. Oh, oh right. Yes, right. yes. Right. I'm sorry. Yes. I was wondering if you had, because you had visited, you had visited Froberg as a kid. Yes. But you, Absolutely. but the first real, yeah, the, but the first full show you did was on Springdale Avenue. Do you know what I did? I'm going to ask you a Jam and Am trivia question. Yeah. Do you know what I got to do when yes. I visited? Yes. When I visited oh, you. I shouldn't say yes. You mean you visited as a kid? What you got to do? Yes. Technical uh, or on, I, technical or on air? On the air. Did I introduce her by Goldwasser? Uh no, I. Pick the winner from a hat. Holy of God. Benjamin of Tudela restaurant, restaurant contest. contest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there was a restaurant, folks, Benjamin of Tudela. We were giving out gift certificates, and Mayor Fertig, as a kid, which is unbelievable, <laughs> Mayor Fertig, as a kid, um, it, you pulled the winner. You pulled the winner. Yeah. You, you, exactly. you have any recollection who won? <laughs> I wish I could tell you that I remembered who won. So were your parents? Like were, were your parents? I assume I put you on the air or not? Yeah, yeah. No. What happened? Well, what happened was, um, my father was kind enough to drive fifteen-year-old me. That I remember right. to, to the studio on a right. Friday, right. and I remember that um, it, we, it was it was basically a blizzard beginning, and he, so heavy snow. And, um, and we got there at about, I don't know, eight o'clock or so. And, uh, that was the first time I'd ever, I think it was the first time I was ever on a radio station. And, um, and, and I chose, I think it was right after by you didn't finish. I think I picked the winner. Amazing. <laughs> well, like I said, mayor, uh, you've, uh, you've seen it from all angles, the work that's done here on a daily basis. I, I hope that uh, people out there will respond to make our year end campaign 
a success. We're already at thirty-one percent of our goal. Not bad for being a week That's away right. from yeah. We're a week away from the end. Oh, in fact, no, my, you're more more than doubled, more than doubled since the last time I heard you mention that. Correct. And Matis would say, Matis would say that percentage for the first week of a two-week campaign is actually right on target. So right, know, exactly. And he would know. <laughs> And he would know. All right, so hopefully people out there will be uh, very appreciative of what goes on here on a daily basis, uh, everything that uh, we provide programming-wise, and respond at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Everyone, please be as generous as possible. There's so much. There's so much that people you know, know about what goes on, and they've seen some of the big projects going to going to Europe and, you know, to, is, is all the different things that you've done as, you know, as, you know, unity projects, but, but the behind the scenes, the dedication that is involved in, in putting on a three hour program, five days a week, people, they, they only hear what comes out of their speaker and that's wonderful, but it, it's for so many people, I think it would be helpful to have context to what goes into putting out that program that comes through their speaker. And you, we, you and I talked about this a couple of months ago, I think on, on the air, the, or maybe it was off the air, but the, the amount of personal stick-to-itiveness and dedication that is required of you, you know, the for me to fill in once in a blue moon, it's like, oh, okay, that's fun. You know, I can do that. But to get up every day, five days a week, pull yourself out of bed and and put on your game face. And, you know, it's showtime and six o'clock comes and maybe you're not feeling it today. And yet there you are. And the the service of that for for however, you know, and it's now been what, like 162 years that you've been doing this. God, it's, and sometimes it feels that way. It's un, you know, the, the it, it makes every dedicate it makes every donation actually more special to, in, in in a certain way because I think those people really get it they they really understand um, I hope w- what goes into bringing them the Nachum Siegel Network and of course JM the AM and all the Unity projects. Well, it's much appreciated, Mayor. Everyone out there, please, year-end campaign ends a week from today. We'd like to end this week with a great total, as we just mentioned. Uh, FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. If you could share that link with people, friends and family around the world who you know would appreciate uh, being among our sponsors and supporters, that would be most welcome, FJBUnity.org. And um, and as we said, the year-end campaign is going to end in Jerusalem next week. Um, that was this year's concept. Was we knew we we knew we'd be able to start it in Jerusalem. We weren't positive about ending it there, but yeah, we'll be there, and that will be very symbolic, as we have become, thank God, an international entity on the air. And as I've been announcing, um, in light of the uh, studio changes over the last few months, we're going to be we're becoming an international presence off the air as well, as we finish the rebuild in New York City as we move into a larger space in New Jersey and as we uh, continue to make our Jerusalem location from temporary to permanent. So please help us out. There's always, as Mayor just said, there's always something new going on. And this is the new thing is that we are literally going to have presences in in three really important places on this globe for the Nahum Siegel Network. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Rabbi Yudin is coming up if you appreciate what he, Rabbi Goldwasser, Malcolm Honline, 
all of our regulars do on a regular basis, please, please, please use the opportunity to give. And certainly if you enjoy the music and the spirit and mood that is um, coming from this network every single morning and throughout the entire day, then please give what you can and help us out, fjbunity.org. Mayor Furtick, to you again, I say Mazal Tov and Happy Hanukkah. Does Linus like Sufganiyot or you haven't experimented yet? Uh, we we haven't experimented with that. You know, when you give dogs wildly, wildly um, off menu things for, you know, sometimes you get unexpected results. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, uh, so we we try to not we try to not do that. But I just need to, I just need to ask you one question. Sure. After all these years, could I could I start calling myself the executive vice chairman of substitute host? You know, it's funny because uh, you did mention to me yesterday as a joke that it's time, yeah. it's time for a title bump. And yeah, that sounds actually really good to me. Do, I, do you think I need as a courtesy to check with Matis on this or can I just go I ahead? Think and, you do, I think you do. I think right, it's so, so we'll put this through the process and I'll get back to you. <laughs> uh, Mayor Fertig used to do for me the absolute greatest favor anybody in the world of radio can do for a regular host and producer you know what i'm talking about or not besides filling in wait besides filling in it was your responsibility from the time you became a staff member to train any new staff member who came oh in. right and absolutely. god you have no idea what well you do have an idea what kind of amazing favor that was to me and how you you're responsible for training i mean a number of people I'm not oh, gonna, I, I'm trained, not, I'm, I trained Mayor Weingart. Co- correct. Of blessed memory. Those of you who, you know, Mayor Furdy gets the credit for that. <laughs> Just the fact that Mayor was able to be heard <laughs> when he would sub for <laughs> me is because of Mayor Furdy. Anyway, I digress. Mayor, thank you so much. Have a wonderful Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah. Mazel Tov again. Our best to Chani. And Thanks. we should continue to celebrate Smachot. And everyone can hear you 6 a.m. Wednesday morning. Please, God. Amen. Great Shabbos and a happy Hanukkah. Thank you so much. Mayor Furdy, everybody. Um, please. Heed his advice and support what we do. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. This time each every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Unit, spiritual leader emeritus, congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Whoa. What a special Arab Shabbos and Shabbos this is. First of all, this Shabbos, we have the privilege of reading Parshas Miketz. And it is Shabbos Hanukkah. And it is Rosh Chodesh. So, I don't know what others might call it, but I would call it a triple crown. We have the privilege of taking out three Sifrei Torah, and very often, pending upon the Pesach Knesset, each Sefer Torah has its own crown. What a beautiful sight, what I would call a Kodak moment, and it's one that gives us tremendous excitement. Okay, from the first Sefer Torah, we read six alios and we cover parshas miketz the second sefer torah is for rosh chodesh so we read from parshas pinchas oyom and rosh and finally 
The third Sifri Tovra is from Pashas. Not so when we read Bayom Hashvi'i for the seventh day of Hanukkah. Whoa, so special. Let's first talk about tonight. The lighting of Hanukkah candles tonight is different from that which we have been doing. One cannot use the small colored candles tonight because at best they burn for a half an hour and a half an hour tonight is not going to do it. In the New York area candle lighting tonight is approximately 417 <clears throat> and we have to light <clears throat> the near Hanukkah before we light the near Shabbos. The reason for that is even though Shabbos is 52 weeks of the year and Hanukkah is only one week of the year, so it should be Tadir. That which is more frequent should come before that which is less frequent, but the reason is because women, and specifically Ashkenazic women, have the practice of accepting Shabbos when they light Shabbos candles. Once they lit the Shabbos candles, they certainly cannot light near Hanukkah. Therefore, we light near Hanukkah first. So we're lighting near Hanukkah approximately at 4.10 this evening. Try to have the menorahs ready beforehand. Now, the uh, Hanukkah menorah, or the Hanukkah light, because if you can't have seven, as we'll talk in a moment, you can even use one, and you can even use a tea light. So that Hanukkah light has to go from 4.10, when we're lighting it, till, first of all, 18, 20 minutes later, which is 4.30. What's that? Whoops, I'm sorry. Let's say uh, 18, 20 minutes after 4.17, which is going to be 4.35. That brings us to Shkia. Now, from Shkia, it has to burn another half an hour, in order to bring us to Tzais, which is when the three stars come out. And after that, it has to burn another half an hour because the Ner Hanukkah has to burn half an hour in its right time. You can't light at 5.05. It's Shabbos. So we light from before, but it's as if the Hanukkah mitzvah is kicking in at 5.05. I don't want to confuse you. There is a very interesting halacha that says that kapsa, if it should go out, the near Hanukkah, interestingly, difference of opinion, even if we're talking this evening between before 4.35, before Shkia, there's a difference of opinion whether you have to relight it or not. But leaving that alone, it's got to go tonight till at least 540. So you have to light something which can burn for an hour and a half or more. The best thing to do is to use oil. 
it's better to use oil all nights of Hanukkah, because after all, the miracle happened in oil and in the base of Migdash. They lit oil. Now, if you don't have an oil menorah, if your Shabbos candles can fit into your menorah, then wonderful, and you'll light seven Shabbos candles tonight. If you don't have a menorah that can take a Shabbos candle, then let's remind ourselves that from the letter of the law, all you need is one. So you can use one Shabbos candle, uh, wax it down to an ashtray or something else, put tinfoil on your windowsill, and light that. Or, if you're not comfortable with that, take a tea light and either line up seven tea lights as your seven lights of Hanukkah, put one a little bit further back to the side as your shamash, and that's fine. And if you are not comfortable with that, even one tea light. You can make the two brachos tonight, the Hadlik Nair and Sha'asanisim on one tea light. But it's important that you understand why and that you have a light that will go from approximately 410 when you're lighting near Hanukkah till at least an hour and a half later. Okay, let's focus something interesting regarding Hanukkah still. And that is as follows. The Rambam writes in his Igeris Hashmad, the Rambam writes that part of the decree against the Jewish people at the time of Hanukkah, and I quote from the uh, Igeris Hashmad, Mechlalam, one of included in these decrees was Shloyizgor Odom Pesach Beso. The Jews were prohibiting from closing their doors. They had to keep the front door open. Why? Kadesh Lo Yisyached, that a Jew should not be alone, Vyas Asik Bishur Mitzvah. And he would partake in various mitzvahs to prohibit and to make sure that Jews were not keeping Torah. They had our they had the Jewish people remove the door from their home. Ah, once they're removing the door from their home, ay, 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 they no longer had the ability to practice Judaism in the home. And therefore, what does the Gemara say? That the ideal place for it is a midah keneged midah. What does that mean? We celebrate, in this case here, to commemorate that which was forbidden to us. They put severe restrictions on our home and had us remove the front door. So what do we do? We light the menorah specifically, al Pesach Abayis, specifically out of doors. This was the uh, ideal way of lighting their Hanukkah and it is returning very much Baruch Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. Many feel that the Jews should not be so comfortable in the Golos and the Hassam Sofa brings other reasons why we don't light outside, not the least of which 
is the weather and the difficulty of so doing. But, Baruch Hashem, it is coming back with these uh, glass boxes outside that people do light. The bottom line is that we are focusing on the bias. We were restricted then, and now we show that how proud we are that we can observe the mitzvot of our Torah within the home. The purpose of the home is to be an insulation for the Jew. The Jew keeps out those alien cultures, those alien factors which they wanted to bring into our home to cause our homes to assimilate. So we specifically, at this time of the year of Hanukkah, pride ourselves that we have Jewish music in our home. Pride ourselves as to what we have giving our children the beautiful, warm, loving environment of Torah and mitzvot and keeping out the negativity that comes along with the shuk. I once heard a beautiful understanding because the Talmud as much as says, facing your door as you're about to go in your home, you have your mezuzah on the right and your near Hanukkah on the left. And what might be the message that the uh, Talmud is communicating to us? That is as follows. A Jew is about to enter his home and he tells himself, whoa, I am leaving the Rishus Harabim. I'm leaving the public where everybody is watching me, where I have to conduct myself in a certain way because after all, I in, I'm in the public view. Now that I'm going in my house, I can do what I want. The mezuzah on the right tells us that Baruch Hashem, there's somebody waiting for you in the home. The Shechina, God's presence is in your home. And therefore, I have to be on my best behavior, not just outside when everybody is watching me, but even in my home. And then, when I leave my home, what's on my right? When I leave my home, my Hanukkah menorah is on my right. My Hanukkah menorah reminds me, whoa, that I have a responsibility of Mesiras Nefesh. I have a responsibility to be able to contribute to society, to work along Jew and non-Jew in society making society a better place, contributing to the welfare of society, but at the same time, remembering, and especially this time of the year, that there is a certain line that I cannot cross, that there are certain parties and certain gatherings I just cannot be a part of. And that's what the mezuzah on the right and the rechanika on the left is. And if you think about it, it's such a beautiful idea that, number one, we can't get benefit from the Ner Hanukkah. So one obvious reason is to demonstrate that I have not lit these lights for utilitarian purposes so that I can see in my house, because everybody is doing that, lighting lights at nighttime. They had no electricity. So that's one reason why I can't get benefit. But the second reason is because our lighting of Ner Hanukkah in the home reminds us 
of the lighting of Ner Hanukkah in the base Hamikdash. And just like in the base Hamikdash, the Kohen who lit the menorah could not get benefit therefrom. He shouldn't be smoking, but if he was a smoker, unfortunately, he couldn't light up from the menorah. We too can't get benefit therefrom. But let's take it one step beyond. In the Haftorah that we read for Parshas Truma, describing the base Hamikdash that Shlomo Hamelech built, so in Malachim Aleph, chapter five, I'm sorry, chapter six, Pasuk four, we're told Vayas Laboyis that Shlomo made for the base Hamikdash Chalone windows, Shkufim Atumim. Amazing. Shkufim Atumim means that these windows were broad on the outside and narrow on the inside. Normally, the purpose of a window is to bring the light in from the outside. But here in the base Hamikdash, the windows were constructed in such a way that the light went out of the base Hamikdash into society, as opposed to bringing other light in. And that's exactly what we are being told regarding Ner Hanukkah, that Ner Hanukkah, we insulate the home. And once the home is a Jewish home, it can then project these beautiful Jewish values outside to the rest of the world. Very powerful idea. Let's take this one step further, that in the Mo'os Tzur that we sing, Mirza Hashem, a few more nights of Hanukkah, two more. So, what do we have? We have the personal association of the Jew with this holiday. Tikon Beis Tefillah Si, we're looking for the reestablishment of my home. We're going to say, Yavonim Nikbitsu Olai, the Yavonim gathered against me. Doesn't say against them, it's personal. Ufertsu Homos Migdolai, and they tried to pierce and make breaches in my wall. The idea is this personal identification, not only for Klau Yisrael Bechlau, but each individual as well should feel on Hanukkah that I am, was, am threatened, and I can stand strong. And in reality, if you think about it, Yosef HaTzadik comes down to Mitzrayim last week as an individual, and he conducts himself this week in a manner towards his brothers to try to bring about the opportunity of complete and total tshuva, giving them the exact situation again and see, will they turn their back on Rachel's other son, Binyamin? Will they make the same mistake that they did with him? And unfortunately, um, not only leave their back, let Binyamin stay and they'll go home, or no, have they learned their lesson, giving them this opportunity. But we're talking again 
about individuals. The rabbis tell us that next week when Yehuda confronts Yosef until he finds out who he is, he threatens Yosef, the Medrash says, that each and every one of us will go into your shuks, into your thoroughfares, into your commerce, and we will, unfortunately, dominate if you don't acquiesce and let Binyamin go. The idea is, literally, until there are significant changes in the marketplace. Tichle means to either to uproot and get rid of the regal, the norm, which is not always the best. That's the purpose of our Hanukkah. So, this coming month, Sunday night, Monday, is Zos Hanukkah, the last day of Hanukkah. We read the end of Parshas Maso, which concludes once again, Zos Hanukkah, the day is called Zos Hanukkah, and I have to tell you, this Fas MS calls Zos Hanukkah a Moshiach day. Why? Because we read Zos Hanukkah HaMizbeach, Biyom Himoshach Oso. Himoshach, says this Fas MS, is a Moshiach day. The idea is that the Jew always finds optimism. As we're going to take leave of Hanukkah, we take the message of Hanukkah with us. We take the pride of being Jewish of Hanukkah with us. And let's just remind ourselves, and to conclude with the way we began, a triple crown. Therefore, this tonight, when we recite the Al, the Birkas HaMazon, wow, say it slowly, we're adding everything. We say Alanisim in the second bracha. We say Ritzei for Shabbos in the third bracha. And right after that, we include Yalevi Avu as well. Tomorrow, in our davening, it's Ato Yotzarto. It's such an exciting Shabbos. Let us. Wow, welcome it. Let us observe it. Let us appreciate it and realize once again how the Hanukkah light gives us so much excitement and keeps us going till we have the next rabbinic holiday of Purim. Shabbat Shalom and a Lichtika, Freilicha, Hanukkah and good Chodesh to all.
Well, ironically, that song is on the Miami Hanukkah album, Light Up the Nights, because there are two days during Hanukkah. Wait, is it always two or sometimes one? Where's Rabbi Heber when I need him? There are times during Hanukkah when Yalav Yovo is said, and that's, of course, when it's Rosh Chodesh. We start saying Yalav Yovo tonight for Rosh Chodesh. It's a Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah Shabbos. So Alani Simi tonight, uh, obviously, we say that all through Hanukkah. Yalav Yavo starts tonight. Uh, tomorrow it's uh, full hollow again and Ateyotzarta for the Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. Lots going on. Longest benching of the year tonight. Three Torahs tomorrow. We've been down there. We, we've been through this before. We've been through this before. Uh, we've discussed this at least twice with the Rabbi Heber over the last few months that I remember. Just wish I'd remember everything Rabbi Heber tells me. That's the problem. <laughs> I try my best, but hey, doesn't always work. Hey, big thank you to um, the Kushner family with their 10 times high. They say, may you uh, and all concerned be blessed with many more years of NSN, Chodesh Tov, Hanukkah Sameach, Good Shabbos. Kushner family from, uh, it says here, Jersey Channel Islands. Thank you. Lisa Fuchs, thank you for your donation made through the Stacy Siegel page. I press the NSN app and my morning is elevated. Thanks, Yasha Koch. Wow. Thank you for that. Michelle and Kenny Miller, thank you. They donated through the Eagle Siegel page. They say Mayor Fertig is right. We got it. Continued health and stamina. Keep on bringing Torah and Kedusha into homes around the world and world in big, big letters. Thank you to the Millers. By the way, a big hello to Mr. Marvin Rosenzweig. By now, he should know that I saw his uh, son-in-law yesterday. And when his son-in-law mentioned who his father-in-law is, I said, wow, that's a longtime listener and supporter. So a big hello and happy Hanukkah to uh, Marvin Rosenzweig, who remembers the day I was born. That's right. I think we've told that story before on the air. He has a long, long-time Siegel family friend, to say the least. Speaking of longtime friends, our chairman is with us live via telephone, Ralph Rosenbaum. I insisted. I asked Ralph. I said, would you go on before the end of this week? Would you go on before we get one week away from our deadline next Friday and ask people to consider, based on your observations, why they should be supporting JMM? Not just because Ralph, as a professional, can tell you that it's beneficial to give money at the end of the year. It's the 23rd of December, so he could say, hey, that's one reason why you should be giving. But he has other reasons as well, which are really heartwarming and beautiful. And I uh, wish him and his wife be many, many, many wonderful years of health and happiness. Uh, they're doing that for a lot of people, spreading a tremendous amount of happiness for people in our community worldwide. And I thank them. With all that in mind, I say, Hanukkah Sameach. Happy Hanukkah, Ralph, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. You embarrassed me, but... Thank you, and happy Hanukkah to all, to all, to you, to Stacey, to the uh, rest of the NSN group, and to everybody listening. Appreciate that very much. But a lot of people don't even realize that B and Ralph sponsored our kickoff of our year-end campaign in Jerusalem, and Ralph was there. B had been there for a few days beforehand. Ralph was actually there. He was on the air. He was on the air during our kickoff of the uh, of the campaign two weeks ago. Ralph, as you know... A week from today, it's going to wrap up in Jerusalem. Uh, might the chairman be with us again next week? 
I, 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 I have thought about it. It's, I, you know, it's, it's enticing. It's very enticing. Would I love to go? Yes. Is it going to happen? I don't know. We'll just leave everybody in suspense. I, I tell you what, Nachum, whatever happens on that last day, you, I will speak to you on the air. And if I am there, wow. And if I'm not, we'll just do it long distance. We'll wow. see what happens. We'll keep, we'll keep everybody uh, if, on the edge of their seats. If you are there, that would be Unbelievable. But anyway, Mr. Rosenbaum, it is, and you've done this before. You've used your few minutes on the air to explain to people why, from your perspective, this is a pursuit worth supporting at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Ralph Rosenbaum, what could you say to this precious audience on this Hanukkah Friday? I'm going I'm to I'm speak in, in two, two ways. A, I'm going to speak to you as an accountant, as a wealth advisor, and say to you, you want to reduce your taxes, let's give charity. Now, I'm also going to speak to the people who have to take required minimum distributions from their IRAs. Do you know that if you decide to call up whoever your IRA with and tell them you'd like to give it to the Foundation of Jewish Broadcasting, you won't pay tax on that IRA distribution. It's another way to save taxes. Amazing. That's one way we can look at it. The other way, now, the reason we should be giving to the Foundation of Jewish Broadcasting, why? What has Nachum done for us? From my perspective, and I started at this 35 years ago listening, great Jewish music. Um, listening to him, I remember getting turned on by Mordechai Ben David, Avram Fried, and I still get turned on by these guys. Unbelievable. He has discussion with people in the news. Table for two with Naomi Nachman. How about the weekly discussion, which, which he mentioned, but with Malcolm Holine, unfortunately we missed him this, this past week. And don't forget, we just listened to a weekly divrei tour for our rabbi union on Friday mornings. And what about Harry Rothenberg's weekly Parsha uh, in, in, at 7.10 in the morning, I'm giving you exactly, or a Saturday night with Tanya Talks Parsha. And you had a great conversation with Mark Zamek. Great conversation, you all. I found out more, I found out more about his involvement with you, which I did not know. The Erev Shabbat Show with Mark Zamek. Um, also, what else do we learn? What else do we learn from Nachum? Nachum is there for everything. And this is very interesting. I was at the rally for anti-Semitism in New York City last Monday. All right? One of the speakers was Montana Tucker. I had no idea who Montana Tucker was. My wife, B, says to me, he was interviewed by Nachum. I said, yeah, that's right. Where else am I going to find out somebody about somebody named Montana Tucker who I am not into... I'm too old for that, let's put it that way. I am way too old to listen to her stuff, but the point is the young people out there, young people, I feel like I feel like my father now. The <laughs> young people out I really do. I feel like my father when his father talked to me. But the young people out there, the people in their in their twenties, um, their thirties who, who follow Instagram, who knew Montana Tucker, who knew she was Jewish and just listening to her and the things that she's done. But how do we know about this? Because Nachum brought her to these and I, and I remind you that that was because of how incredible she was in creating a mini documentary about her visit to Auschwitz, Correct. which was amazing. I know, I know. And she talked about that. She yeah. did talk about that at the, uh, at the rally. And it was very, very great to listen, just listen to her. Um, also, um, if you want to know what's happening in the Jewish world, the place to tune in is the NSN network. Where else do you know the inner workings of the Abraham Accords? by Nachum broadcasting from Dubai. And how do I know that? Because I was there with him. So that was totally, 
totally a, a worthwhile a worthwhile trip. Um, where else? Where else does Nachum discuss other charitable things to give? Who else is going to talk about this past week? He's trying to get funds for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting so he can continue. Where else do you, are you going to also hear about other charitable organizations where it's well worth it? Uh, just listening these past past week, I, I was very turned on by Rabbi Kanelsky of Brisavram talking about the Hanukkah menorahs. Yeah. Be, talking about that. Because of that, I, I just went to the website and gave a donation. I just thought it was very, very inspiring. Okay, and then we have, and you had Rabbi Pesach Crone talk about his, talk about his book, uh, uh, Grandeur of the Ma- Maggot. Unbelievable stories he man has to tell. I don't believe he was doing any charitable, but the point is, what I guess I'm getting at is, when you want to know what's happening in the Jewish world, you want to know what's what is going on. You got to have Nachum Siegel there, and he's not the only one. It's, he's got a network full, full of uh, people to listen to. He, and, and also, you have mentioned this before, Nachem, and I finally realize it. You're every place in the world. I mean, I, it is so great to listen to you from Israel. Which you did la- last week or the week before? I did that last week. Last week, before, week and right. I think I did it sometime in, in June I, when I was in there. Right. I'm listening. It's now 10 to 9. It's about 10 to 9, which means it's approximately in, um, in Israel, it's about 10 to 4. Shabbos right. has got to be in at least another 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yep. It is very interesting to listening to you speak, and then I hear uh, uh, we have to type to say good Shabbos, and boom, we go right into Shabbos. It's very, very inspiring. Which we actually so, have to do now, and I can't thank you enough, Ralph, and everybody out there. Um, you know, Ralph Rosenbaum always sums it up, always sums up the comprehensive uh, all the comprehensive things that we are doing on a daily basis here at JMN and the Nachum Siegel Network. And I beg of you, follow his lead, contribute and support us at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. By the way, Ralph, on the first issue, I'm being serious now for a moment, on the first issue of, you know, there, there's a lot of good advice that you could give regarding the IRAs and giving in general and giving this time of year. How do people reach you if they want to consult with you on an issue like that? Call me two ways. There's my website, www.taxcpa2.com. You can reach me that way. Or call me, 1-800-829-2722. 1-800-829-2722. Be more than happy to speak to you about any of these conversations, any of these points that I brought up. If, uh, if, if giving to us is important to you and you just don't know how to do it or the best way to do it because of your financial setup, ask Ralph. He'll give you a... Uh a good piece of advice about how to handle it. And I thank him for that. And I thank you for that. And again, Ralph, we have, we literally have 10 seconds here, but just to please remind everybody to give and give generously to this campaign. Give, give as much as you can give till it hurts. Then you feel very good. Thank you all. Have a good Shabbos. Nachum. Good Shabbos to all. Thank you so much, Ralph. Ralph Rosenbaum, our chairman. And he always says what he, he I will sum up. What he, I, will, I will say it a bit differently, what he just said, because he always says it. And that is, it makes him feel so good to give, not just to us, but to anybody in need. And um, if you want to have that same good feeling, support good causes, everybody. What an observation. The better you feel, the more you give, or the more you give, the better you feel. Pretty amazing. Time to take a job is with Journeys. The sun is going down. 
it's shining through the trees. Another week's gone by, become a memory. So throw away your hammer. There's nothing left to do. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio, around the world of web, and AlchemSigl.com, and the AlchemSigl Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible Friday morning here at JMM. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's uh, Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show coming up after Naomi. And that'll happen at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. 
Uh, let me see here. Quickly through to Friday's schedule, which I should have done earlier. Naomi is joined by Racheli and Bracha Rosenthal from Yummy Blessings. Shout out to Yummy Blessings. Naomi speaks with them coming up in just a moment. Yissi Steinhardt from Bar Simcha, cookbook author Victoria Dweck, all coming up. This hour with Naomi on table for two. Then the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Saturday night, Siegel tomorrow night with our Rummy and Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler. Sunday, it's Matis and JM Sunday. On a Sunday, Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah. Make sure to join him, and I'll speak to you, please God, on Monday morning. Have a fabulous Shabbos, wonderful weekend. Happy Chanukah, Chagurim Sameach, and Shabbat Shalom. Till next time, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.